Welcome to Crushing 40 with your host, Kimberly Love, focusing on women, dating, relationships, empowerment, and more, only on Impact Radio USA. Welcome to Crushing 40. I'm your host, Kimberly Love, author of You Taste Like Whiskey and Sunshine. On the show today, we have a great guest. She left the corporate world to enjoy a journey of healing, inspiration, and empowerment. She is a life coach, Reiki master teacher, author, and blogger. She is the author of She Rises for Tomorrow. Deborah Cherry, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy that you're here. Um, I absolutely love Reiki, by the way. It's just such an experience in general. But um, before we get into everything that you do, um, we always like to start the show off with a journey story, you know, kind of who you were before you decided that this was going to be your passion. So can we go a little bit into who you were then? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I guess... When it all started was in 2018. I was VP of my family's business. I was third generation and we decided to sell. And at the time, um, I wasn't really happy about it. I'm third generation, so there's a lot of family pride there. Um, And I was also reeling from a breakup of a relationship and I wasn't in the greatest space. And when the new owners came on, it didn't really align with my values going into work to me felt um, like sick to my stomach almost, and and uh, I knew I had to do something different. So I went on a self love retreat to Bali, and uh, it was my own like eat, pray, love journey, I guess, if you will. And yeah, yeah it was um, that that place is a magical, life changing place. I would encourage anybody if you have the opportunity to go. And when I came back, um, I I quit my job. Like I had absolutely really no idea what I was doing, but I just couldn't do it anymore. It was like the the universe made my job so uncomfortable that I had to do something different. And that's when I completed my Reiki certification. I started working uh, with my own coaches and mentors. And that's when I knew like I wanted to inspire other women to not settle for the the mediocre life of just running the rat race and, and find what gives you passion and joy and be really intentional about your life. Wow. And now I can't even tell you, especially um, since I started hosting this show, how many times I have heard someone leaving the corporate world. Like, is it just that awful or what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, people are out there finding their passions, which is amazing. I mean, I did it myself. I I encourage everyone to do it, but it's just, I hear that all the time where it's like, I left the corporate world. I'm just thinking, man, the corporate world really lost a lot of great people. (laughs) 
Yeah. And I guess, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that are in corporate that love what they do. They love um, the long hours and, and, you know, life is meant to be joyful. And so if you're, if you're not happy with what you're doing, um, then maybe it's time to reevaluate something different. I'm not, I'm not knocking the corporate world. I, I, for the longest time, I really loved serving my clients. Um, But after 18 years, maybe it was just time for me to do something different. I'm not saying corporate is, is a bad thing. <laughs> right. Now, um, as I said before, like I'm a big fan of Reiki and uh, I've used the practice myself. Now, for people who have never heard of it before and, and have never used it, um, my understanding just on a general basis is that Reiki is basically tuning into the universe channel that facilitates a person's healing response. Is, is that how you would describe it? Or would yeah, it be- it's a, it- it's a Japanese form of, of energy healing, and I, I guess I like to, to phrase it to people like this. If you have pain in your body or discomfort, over time, negative emotion or trauma causes dis-ease. I don't like to say disease in the body, but dis-ease in the body, and your body tells you a lot of things. So if, if you have pain, then that could be trauma whether you stubbed your toe or it could be negative emotion that you have have just um, taken into your body and it's stored there. And so Reiki really brings the universal channels, I guess, if you will, and releases some of that neg- negative emotion that's trapped in the body. And it's, it's super relaxing. I, I think you, you said that you've had um, Reiki treatments before. Super right. relaxing. Um, there's so many um, outside. Most people fall asleep on my table, but some people experience tingling, hot, cold, just as energy is moving. And um, it's, it's, it's a wonderful practice. I would encourage anybody, if you haven't tried it, to to absolutely give it a shot. It's a holistic way of healing, and there's been a lot of... Um, a lot of breakthroughs, even in the medical fields, of, of seeing um, even distance Reiki being so beneficial to cancer patients, mm-hmm. and uh, I I think it's just such a good practice on its own on a regular basis, just to do that check in and just make sure all your chakras are cleared and and flowing freely. Wow, absolutely. So, I mean, you're saying that it can not only help physically healing, but also mental as well. Would this be a good experience for someone who's dealing with trauma? Absolutely. It's great for anyone, kids, adults. There's no age requirement. I did Reiki on um, my uh, niece just when she was born, just to, you know, to, as as you go through the birth canal, there's trauma there too. So there's there's no age requirement on on Reiki, and it's definitely emotionally beneficial, physically beneficial, spiritually beneficial. So why do you think it's such an uh, effective means of healing? I mean, like most people who who would normally um, deal with traditional medicine and traditional healing might be like, well, does it really actually work? I, I certainly will not knock Western medicine. Um, obviously, Reiki is a, a holistic method. But what do you have to lose? Like, what, what do you have to lose? If, if you, um, you know, I had a pregnant lady who had a cold. Obviously, she can't take medication. And, 
you know, the next day her, her cold was gone, subsided, and she was feeling incredibly better. You know, so, some people might say it's the Reiki. Some people say it's like woo-woo out there. But really, what do, what do you have to lose? You can use it in conjunction with other treatments. Um, yeah, I, I'm all for why, why if you can do a more holistic way, would you not consider it? But I'm absolutely not saying that you can't do it in conjunction with other other methods, I guess, if you will. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I actually uh, took my daughter. She's 16 now. She would have been probably. She probably started when she was about 13. But she uh, suffers from anxiety, and we've been kind of working with her um, for for years, um, minimizing the anxiety holistically. And I mean, she's made such great progress, but that's where, where we started was with Reiki. And she always said that she felt like almost like, um, weight being lifted off of her, mm-hmm. which, which I thought was powerful. Yeah. I had a, I had a client the other day and she, she's like, she, she, referred to it as like, she's like, you're so magnetic. It's like, I'm just like, the energy is moving and I'm, I'm just shifting and moving the energy and trying to obviously get rid of any negative energy that might be stored in the body. But everybody feels it a little bit differently. Some people feel like they're floating in the air. Some people see colors. It's, it's a different experience for everyone. And I don't know if it's a different experience based on somebody's level of consciousness or, or what they, they believe or their spirituality. Um, but it's really interesting to always hear the different takeaways from, from a Reiki session. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you are the author of She Rises for Tomorrow. Um, Tell us a little bit about what this book is about and why you needed to write it. Um, When I, when I first started working with my coach, um, I definitely, I don't think I was super goal oriented and, and a lot of people are operating between, you know, a goal that I know how to do, or I think I know how to do. But when I had a goal of wanting to be a published author, that was way out there. And when I really became attached to it, the, the opportunity came up that, you know, they would publish it and I would just be a part of it. Um, so there's 16 authors in this book and Mm. it's about female entrepreneurs who really are bringing ideas to life and want to change the world and, and get out of the nine to five routine. So for me, it's a, it was a personal journey of my journey of how I got to where I was and how I, how I am now where I am and other women who have, who have, um, done similar things and, and really want to empower women and, and inspire people to live their best lives. And, and that doesn't necessarily always have to be in a nine to five routine. Absolutely. I was, uh, one thing that I find about other people's stories, and it's one of the reasons why I love being a host so much is, is hearing, um, someone else's story, especially in regards to growth. And I find that when women make big changes in their lives, I find that it's because they decided to love themselves. Does that make sense uh, to you? Absolutely. That's a hundred percent true. Right. 
<laughs> so and I mean, I think it's uh, and I know that even myself is, you know, back in the day when I was just kind of doing what everybody else wanted and kind of not going my own way. You know, I took four years off after a really abusive relationship. And during those four years, that was my awakening. That was my chance to be like, you know what, screw that. You know, I'm going to start taking care of me for once. And I, that's what I find with most women when they're, when they're going through a change. It's because they're like, you know what, I'm not taking care of myself the way that I should. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And, and I think as, as women, especially, and I, I don't want to, you know, put down any, any other genders, but, um, women, especially we do so much for so many other people and, and yet we neglect ourselves, but we're never going to be good to anyone if we don't start taking care of ourselves. And I think that that was a big takeaway for me. I was always looking externally for whether it was validation, love, codependency, all that stuff, um, when really it, it all has to do with nurturing what makes me happy, what makes me grounded, which um, what balances me and my mind, body, and, and soul. And, and when I'm in balance and taking care of myself, then I'm attracting all the right people in my life, opportunities in my life, and I'm able to serve in a more impactful way. Absolutely. I love that so much. Now, when we, when we talk about self-love, um, you know, for people who haven't been taking care of themselves or are just like, okay, like I don't have a lot of time, you know, how can I just kind of do this without, you know, taking half a day off? Do you have any suggestions where somebody can, you know, set about a routine with themselves? Yeah, I think, um, certainly for, for me, there's, there's some kind of non-negotiables in, in my day. And, um, before I get to that, I think a lot of people will say, oh, I just, I don't have time for self-care. It takes too long. But when, when it's, when something is important to you, you make the time, you make the commitment, right? Like if you want to get together with friends, you make the time. So, you have to commit to a certain time length that you're there, that you're willing to do every day. And it doesn't have to be super long. You don't have to sit there and meditate for an hour. You can meditate for five minutes. You can go for a 10 minute walk in nature. That doesn't take long for me. It's journaling, getting, um, you know, reminding myself of a, my goals, but also journaling out the, the things I'm really grateful for. So going to gratitude, you don't have to sit there and journal out your gratitude. You can go throughout your day and look around like, I'm grateful for this sun. I'm grateful for a beautiful flower. Like it doesn't, you don't have to have all these big things that you're grateful for. And the more that you become grateful, you become happier and and mm -hmm. you'll notice that. Um, but exercise, moving your body, all those things that, that honor the trifecta of mind, body, and spirit, um, is important and nourishing your body, getting enough rest, drinking enough water, all those things are really um, important when it comes to self-love and self-care. And when you start being very intentional about your life and the life that you want to create, you start making decisions from that goal achieved. And then you stop settling for things that no longer serve you. Like if you want to lose weight, 
you decide that you're not going to have the cake or the ice cream or that you're going to move your body more. You make these decisions and then you start operating from that place. Yep. I agree. And that's so important. And I used to be that person that, that was like, um, I don't have time, but now my mornings like you are non-negotiable. Like it doesn't matter if I'm just like sitting out on my porch, having a cup of tea. Like if that's what I've decided is going to start my day, reset my mood, whatever, like that's what I'm going to do. I don't want to be bothered in the morning. And I very much like you, I love journaling. I think it's one of the greatest things to especially um, reset your mind from a, a negative to a positive. It's brilliant. Yeah. Listening, listening to a great podcast. That's, you mm-hmm. know, for some people, they just need that little extra step. Maybe for some people, it's just doing your nails and, and right. doing something nice for yourself, you know, um, making yourself a nice dinner or, or making plans f- with a friend. All, it, it's different for everyone, but it's important to make sure that you're honoring um, your best self, and, and really being clear on, on your goals, where you want to go, and then showing up as that person. Absolutely. Now, we talk, uh, we talk a lot about fear on the show because I think that um, fear and growth go hand in hand. Absolutely. And, right? And so, you know, when I'm talking to people, a lot of people will, will write in and they'll be like, well, how'd you do that? How'd you do this? You know, that, that seems so scary. And I think the I think that people don't necessarily realize that um, you're supposed to feel a little fear, you know, especially if it's a big move you're making in your life. And I I know for me it was always like, yeah, you know, most of the time when I'm making a big move, I'm absolutely terrified. But I do it anyways because I know that I'll be unhappy a year from now if I didn't do that move that brought me to the next level of growth or, or helped me realize my goals, whatever the case may be. So when you're talking to clients, you know, with your life coaching, what do you tell them or what kind of suggestions do you give as far as moving beyond that fear? Um, well, if, if you've set the right goal, if it doesn't scare you a little, um, it's not worth it or it's not a healthy goal. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be uncomfortable. You're supposed to be on this continuous evolution of growth. And, and within that, like you said, there's discomfort. And, you know, you always hear, feel the feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. do it. Because anytime, it's like riding a bike. You were scared at first. You're scared of falling. But once you start, you're, you're good to go. And then it's like, okay, well, then the next thing would be to maybe drive a car or a motorcycle. And that's scary until you start doing it. And then it's, then it just becomes second nature. That's like any goal. Um, when I first, um, you know, set the goal of, of writing a book, there was moments I was with my coach, um, in, in coaching, um, mentoring classes and I'm in full on tears. I'm like, I don't know if I should do this. Maybe this was a stupid idea. Who am I to write a book? You know, all those doubts are going to come in because that's your paradigm. That's the the self-limiting beliefs that want to keep you in your safe container. But once you become aware of why you have those self-limiting beliefs or, or what they're trying to do or why that fear is there, 
then you can then you can move through it and say, okay, well, this is just my old paradigm. This is just my old limiting belief that thinks maybe I'm not worthy. And so maybe then I have to switch it to affirmations on why I'm worthy of my goal again. I'm I'm a I'm a published author. Like that was my affirmation for the longest time. And and once you keep it at top of mind of what you're trying to accomplish and understanding where the fear is coming from, then you can look at it from a different perspective and you can shift it and say, okay, I understand why that's there, but that's not going to stop me. So keeping your goal top of mind is is probably one of the most important things you can do, especially when fear is in place, um, because then you have to you have to see through the fear and do it anyway. Absolutely. And I think sometimes too, like um, especially like you said with your own experience right in a book you know imposter syndrome creeps in and you know you're like you start to think to yourself like oh the audacity of me to think that I could actually do this right and like you know you can't just be proud of yourself you just you're like beating yourself up as you're accomplishing things and you have to kind of look like what would you say the the things that we say to ourselves and the things that we think about ourselves sometimes, you know, would you say that to a, a five-year-old child? Like, would you say these right. thoughts and, and just being kind, um, kind and compassionate with yourself as you're going through the journey of growth and yes, recognizing the fear, but would you tell a, a, a kid who's never ran a hundred meter dash to not do it because he's scared? Okay. Of course not. You would never say that. So, when you take it back to maybe a more simpler way of looking at it and saying, what would I say to my younger self if, if I was talking to her and how would I, how would I encourage them to get through it? And I think if, if you take it back to those simple ways of, of talking through something, um, then you can recognize it for what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes I, I feel like we can just be, absolutely savage to ourselves and it, it's just, you would never say that to your best friend you would never no. say these awful things that we say to ourselves absolutely yeah. now for listeners deborah actually teaches reiki as well and if you go to her website deborah cherry and that's cherry with an ey um she offers classes uh there are no dates up there right now but if you contact her or or check on her website every now and then you'll see the dates coming up but speaking of the website she also has a freebie on there just for you so why don't we talk a little bit about what's so great about the freebie freebie yeah so so you just go to my website and uh click submit and you will get a copy of the six steps for a positive mindset um some of which we've already talked about today um but just some some little tips and tricks in there to to stay positive even even when maybe life isn't uh feeling so great right absolutely thank you so much for that and I thank you for being on the show today it was definitely a lovely chat and uh, I can't wait to see what you have coming next. Thank you so much. I've, I've enjoyed being here. Oh, you're very welcome. And I want to thank listeners for always tuning in. You guys always send in great comments and suggestions and things you'd like to learn about. So I really appreciate that. So please keep sending in the emails. I love reading them. And thank you and have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Crushing 40 with Kimberly Love. 
Join us next week right here for Crushing 40 on Impact Radio USA.